So we finally have a policy on Ukraine coming in from Ron DeSantis, finally, after all this time. Here's what Tucker Carlson, his best friend, had to say. And then maybe the most newsworthy response that we received was from Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. DeSantis has well-known views on many topics, of course, but until tonight, no one could really say with precision where he stood on the war in Ukraine, which is arguably the most important topic in the world. And now we know. DeSantis is adamantly opposed to the position that most Republicans in Washington have taken on Ukraine. And you know, folks, how much of this is just opposing something because the Biden administration is doing it? How much of, of what they want to do lacks so, so much common sense and clear-eyed judgment that they can't do something simply because it's something that, that the Biden administration is doing? He's, governor DeSantis has spent his entire career as governor just trying to own the libs, doing whatever he can to kind of popularize the, the snubbing the left mentality. CRT. I mean, they're, the war on CRT, which is not even being taught in schools. The don't say gay bill. And on and on, shipping migrants to Martha's Vineyard. I mean, this man has spent his whole career just trying to snub the left. So it's affected his judgment. And that's the kind of president that I would be scared to have, a guy that just can't think rationally because all he does is snub the left. Santos is not a neocon. Who knew? Quote, while the U.S. has many vital national interests, DeSantis writes, securing our borders, addressing the crisis of readiness within our military, achieving energy security and independence, and checking the economic, cultural, and military power of the Chinese Communist Party, Becoming further entangled in a territorial dispute between Ukraine and Russia is not one of them. So that's all it is, is a territorial dispute. Thousands of people have died because Russia has gone in with their military tanks, manpower, and dropped hyperbaric bombs, hypersonic bombs on these people constantly. It's just a territorial dispute. They're fighting for their lives for the sake of democracy. Without question, he writes, peace should be the objective. The U.S. should not provide assistance that could require the deployment of American troops or enable Ukraine to engage in offensive operations beyond its borders. Oh, that's, that's happening right now, actually, Ron DeSantis. The Biden administration has told them that they, they have made small incursions into Russian territory, but they can't launch anything major or bomb... Moscow, for example, because Biden has told them that that would cause an escalation and not to do it. I mean, what you're talking about doing is what Biden is actually doing today. F-16s and long-range missiles should therefore be off the table. These moves would risk explicitly drawing the United States into the conflict and drawing us closer to a hot war between the world's two largest nuclear powers. That risk is unacceptable. DeSantis goes on to oppose the policy policy of regime change in Moscow, which is very popular in Washington. Gosh, I wonder why, Tucker. And he points out that the Biden administration has created an alliance between Russia and China, and that's a disaster for the United States. What? The United States has not created an alliance between China and Russia. Russia is going to China because they're running out of ammunition. I mean, they're going to Iran for of all things, to try to get more drones. I mean, who goes to Iran for drones, for God's sakes? It, that, 
The problem is here, folks, that Russia has been depleted as a world power, and we haven't lost one American doing it because the Ukraine has been doing all of the fighting. There is not an alliance between China and Russia that is like two co-equal superpowers. I mean, it's kind of like China's up here and Russia's down here because they need the ammo. That's how bad it is for them. Quote, we cannot prioritize intervention in an escalating foreign war over the defense of our own homeland, especially as tens of thousands of Americans are dying every year from narcotics smuggled across our open border and our weapons arsenals, critically for our own security, are rapidly being depleted. You know, there's a lot of drugs that actually come in through Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis, what are you doing about that? I mean, tons and tons and tons. All he likes to do is point over to the other borders, you know, with Texas and say, look at that. Look what's going on over there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming in through Florida that he's either not aware of or not doing diddly squat about. But folks, have a look at this. I am so glad that I live in the United States of America. I am so glad that I live here because today the Russian parliament passed this. I mean, there's, there is no freedom of speech in Russia. I don't even think there's freedom of religion. There, it, it's a shadow of what it was and what it could be. Just today, Reuters is reporting that Russian parliament votes to censor criticism of mercenary groups. So they're saying Russia's lower house of parliament, the state Duma, voted on Tuesday to approve an amendment that would punish those found guilty of discrediting volunteer groups fighting in Ukraine. The whole gist of this is that they don't want anybody saying anything bad about the Wagner group, which are just animals. They don't want anybody saying anything bad. And if you do, if you do, they will actually put you in prison for five years. So Ron DeSantis is sounding a lot like old Neville Chamberlain here, folks. And he was the British prime minister um, who served from 1937 to May of 1940. He is best known for his foreign policy of appeasement, appeasement, and in particular for his signing of the Munich Agreement on September 30th of 1938, ceding, giving away the German-speaking Sudetenland region of Czechoslovakia to Nazi Germany led by Adolf Hitler. He thought that if he gave Hitler part of Czechoslovakia, that it would just make him happy and he would stop. So here, here's a conservative, Neville Chamberlain, that's sounding a lot like conservative Ron DeSantis. And Donald Trump, for that matter, because Donald Trump's 24-hour solution of peace is basically just to give away the Donbass to Russia. I mean, that's, that's his easy-bake solution for peace. And folks, it's, it didn't work then, and it's, it's not going to work now. Here's a meme that was developed that kind of illustrates this. So it starts off here, and it says, My ally, ally got annexed by Germany recently. I was pretty bummed out about it, but I think whoever annexed it was probably more happy to get it than Czech, Czechoslovakia was. Sad to lose it. So whatever. So we can't afford this kind of a president here, folks. I mean, that... This policy of appeasement, and I had this other screen up here before, it's, it's a milquetoast president is what we would end up with if we had DeSantis. Harvey Milquetoast president, a man who is so mild-mannered and so pathetically clueless about it that he gives you the heebie-jeebies. I mean, that's, that's what we would get with Ron DeSantis, folks. 
And we can't, we can't afford to let that happen. Right now, Russia is trying to take the Donbass. And if they do, they'll, they'll take Belarus because as soon as Lukashenko is out of power or dies, they're just going to gobble that up. So that's going to go to Russia automatically. And the next thing that's going to happen is Poland is going gonna, is gonna to fall. They're going to start chipping away at Poland. If you don't stop this man, he will not stop. And we can't afford somebody like Ron DeSantis that is sounding a lot like Neville Chamberlain, folks.